0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set for a bit midweek of European action for our Scottish teams. Atletico Madrid are in Glasgow as Celtic look to get their first points on the board. Philippe Clement's gearing up for his first Europa League game in charge of Rangers against Prague on Thursday as Serial Dessers opens up on recent criticisms. And it's not all about the continent though with some bread and butter premiership action between Dundee and Ross County tonight. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me you have Simon Donnelly and Gordon DL. Love these busy European midweeks, Gordon. Plenty to discuss. Yeah, it was an exciting weekend. Bags of goals, Gordon. I know one or two of the games um, obviously suffered with the weather. But we still had a lot of excitement, comfortable wins for both Rangers on Saturday and Celtic at Tynecastle on Sunday, which I expected. And now it's down to European nights and um, I'm sure every Celtic fan and Rangers fan will be looking forward to Wednesday and Thursday. Starts tomorrow night, Celtic part. I think this will be an absolute cracker. Yeah, I think both teams will have to go into the, the ties full of confidence from... You know, you look at the games at the weekend, could have been tricky. Uh, thought Hibs and Hearts could maybe have put up a better fist of it. Uh, but Rangers and Celtic were comfortable and both scored four goals. And we'll go into the midweek ties full of confidence. Two difficult games. 0141 That is the number you need. So let's hear from you, please. Celtic fans, on paper, a very difficult tie. But is this the one where you get some points on the board, maybe the recent domestic performances, maybe the conference levels, maybe you're feeling a bit more at it in terms of chances of, of getting something. Uh, do you think this is the night, or tomorrow's the night, I should say, that you get the campaign up and running? I take it it is must win if you want anything at all from the group, or certainly must get something. Do let us know, 01419511025. You can pick your team, you can do all the usual pre-match stuff. Are you heading along to the game tomorrow? What are you expecting? What are you thinking? All your pre-match thoughts, please. Rangers fans, we're going to hear from Cyril Dessers on his criticism. I know he scored at the weekend. Is that something you think can spark him on to a bit of a revival? Or do you still have your doubts? Uh, and get your early season, early game thoughts in, sorry, ahead of Thursday night. We do have Premiership action, like I mentioned. If there's something else entirely, pick up the phone right now, please. We'd like to hear from as many of you as possible on 0141 uh, what is this since your partner in crime Wilson ditched you mm. on a Tuesday you had Halliday last week Donnelly this week is this like <laughs> speed dating for DL to find a partner that suits you because after 61 years your recent history would tell us we could be here a while yeah I've been through a few partners in my day um, so Simon's next up but we'll I'm be, sure we'll be, we'll be I'm sure he'll fall out of the first hurdle we'll guaranteed be, we've been together before that's yeah, true. yeah, we partnered each other before. Yeah. I've just good experiences. Well, I'm distracted before. We just a guy, a guy the that there. stole my job before, so I need to watch him. <laughs> you, have you noticed? I never turn my back on him. Have you noticed that <laughs> That's one? Right, you're still yeah. bitter I'm because I'm very Wilson, bitter. He's got Wilson took him into Beacons, did by his pull-ups and press-ups. Ah, he's, 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 he's got a tracksuit that belongs to me. That's true, I forgot about that. There's a bit of bad blood, remember yeah. that? Mark Wilson chose Simon Donnelly as his breaking assistant instead of you. Yeah, and look what happened day two. So it's okay, you're in good For hands tonight. 42 days, I think, we lasted. 42? Not great. 
about 18 of them were holidays 01419511025 come on down what are you thinking tonight particularly you Celtic fans since it's a UEFA week he is the official lingo match day minus one as the UEFA beaks would call it Uh, so what are you thinking ahead of tomorrow do you have any confidence or has match day one and two knocked that confidence out of you because there were times obviously within both of those games for different reasons they seemed winnable or certainly seemed like you could get something and it didn't happen where has that left your confidence are you dreading tomorrow as a result or are you in a bit of a better place domestically and that gives you a bit of faith going into tomorrow let us know 01419511025 Rangers fans like we say Cyril Dessers we're going to hear interesting comments from him Uh, on the criticism he's picked up so I wonder what you make of it uh, and get your early thoughts in ahead of Thursday and anything else at all usual number or you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB let's go to Celtic Park because our reporter Andrew McLean is there a busy day for you Andrew I believe you've been in amongst the Celtic camp and you're going to speak to Diego Simeone very soon as well yeah, I spoke to Brendan Rodgers, it was about three hours ago now, so I've had a bit of hanging about to do, plenty of work to do as well, and Diego Simeone and the Atletico Madrid team, they've made their way over to Scotland, just heading to Celtic Park at the moment, they'll be speaking in about 40 minutes time, but yeah, looking forward to this one, a huge game for Celtic tomorrow night, for a couple of reasons really, first of all, you know, it's hosting a team who have consistently been one of the best in Europe over the last decade or so, pretty much always challenging Real Madrid and Barcelona at the top of La Liga, they've done well in the Champions League as well some of the top players in the world definitely one of the best managers as well in the world in Diego Simeone um, but you know it's, it's huge in terms of Celtic's chances of having European football after Christmas you know down to nine men against Feyenoord that late heartbreak against Lazio that resulting in zero points so far zero from three and Celtic will really be struggling to see any light at the end of the tunnel Brendan Rodgers is well aware of that Speaking to him earlier on, saying Celtic need to get something from tomorrow night's match. He's well aware of Atletico's quality, but says three points is always the aim. Yeah, listen, we play every game to win. But like I said, your pressure always has to be educated. We want to be intense. Um, but we uh, we have to press the game with with an intelligence as well, because they are, uh, they've got top-level players. But, um, but we will always go into every game to, to win. And whatever stage of the game is at, that's that's always our idea. So, um, so like I said, I think it's important for us that we're going to progress. Then, at any point in any of the competitions, we have to take something from tomorrow. Otherwise, it's a it's a hugely difficult challenge for us. So, but we're excited about that challenge, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how we can uh, take that challenge on. Yeah, Andrew, what else was on his mind as a massive game? As as you say, it would be under any circumstances, but given the the match day one and two haven't gone exactly the way Celtic would have planned. Yeah, I mean, Brendan Rodgers, he, one of the things he, he's been talking about as well today is the fact that Celtic have been getting better week on week at the moment. The players are getting more used to Brendan Rodgers' system. He feels that they're stronger now than they were in the last Champions League game against Lazio and stronger you know, than they were against Feyenoord in the game before that as well as the, the players get used to that system 
you know, you look at the game on Sunday, Tynecastle notoriously a pretty tough place for Celtic to go to, but they made real light work of it, didn't they, at the weekend? You could see the connection at the end. That was a big thing between the fans and the, the players, but with Brendan Rodgers as well, that's probably the first real time since his return that the fans were singing the name of Brendan Rodgers. You go back to the summer, we heard it on the phones, there was real split opinions about his return, there was you know animosity in some cases about him coming back to Celtic because of the way he'd left before, but there always is just one solution to everything in football, and that is winning. So, you know, despite that moment, though, of, of the fans singing his name and, and him lapping it up at the time, he thinks he still has a lot to prove in his second spell at the club. He says the main thing is that there's still unity, whether they win, lose or draw. For me, it's about the team. As long as the supporters give the team everything, that's, that's what's most important. But it's always nice. You know, I haven't done anything yet since I've been back. Here, so uh, so I need to I need to prove again myself to the um, to the club and and to the support base. But I think what is important is that whether you win, lose, or draw, that your that your club and team and supporters are have that unity. And if you can do that, then that'll give you a, a great chance to succeed. So um, there was only what five hundred odd supporters there, but they gave us a great backing, and um, and that's what I always expect of Celtic supporters. They love the team. They love the club. They'll travel anywhere in the world to see their club. And, um, yeah, hopefully they, we can keep winning and playing well and, and they get more joy from watching the team. And, as I said, it, for me, it's yeah, it's great when you get the support. and you. Um, but, um, but as long as the team gets the support, that's what's most important. Any team news that we need to be aware of, Andrew, whilst people get their calls in? No, nothing major, which I think Brendan Rodgers will be really happy about. Of course, the, the usuals, the players that have been out for a while. Leila Bada still out. Marco Tilio still out. Stephen Welsh still out. You'd, you'd imagine that Mike Navrotsky, um isn't going to make this one either. But, you know, there will be decisions for Brendan Rodgers to make, certainly. Cameron Carter-Vickers has, has come in and looked brilliant, hasn't he? You'd expect that Liam Scales will be the, the man to partner him at central defence because, you know, he's... You know, really come on leaps and bounds this season. The midfield trio probably picks itself at the moment. And then Lewis Palmer, it's about him. Does he manage to keep that spot in that front three as well after impressing in the last few appearances? He's not played that many minutes, but he has had a contribution so far. So uh, Celtic fans, I'm sure, will get their thoughts in on the phones about who Brendan Rodgers shall play. But the Celtic team, you know, looking pretty consistent at the moment. You'd expect it will look uh, very similar as well tomorrow night. Go on then, go and brush up on your Spanish. We'll speak to you soon once you've spoken to Diego Simeone. Speak to you in a bit. Andrew McLean there, Diego Simeone. Do you think many questions about the mm. David Beckham documentary? Since it's hot, and <laughs> it's, it's like the, the hot topic on everyone's lips that's at the a, moment. A bit disappointing, Andrew, there. I think you'll let yourself down. Why? If you could have finished a nice Spanish scene or oh, something. No, I'll do that later once he's, oh, spoken right, to, okay. once he's spoken to them, I'm sure of it. Right, 01419511. 1025 William is a Celtic fan has your how's your confidence in Europe William given that it's zero points from two uh, good evening guys how you doing uh, for me for me it's uh, it's pretty low you know I think we, we seem to be coming up short quite a lot and I think Brendan Rodgers uh, was brought back to Celtic to get results in, in Europe and he's not done that yet uh, that might be a bit harsh on him because the way he changed the system and the way he wants to play but for me when you listen to Taylor the day he's saying there's no much difference talk about small margins and 
he, he was talking about Simone. He always likes to play a low block. For me, watching uh, Atletico in the last this season, he's slightly changed his system a wee bit. They're more attacking. And we know Maratta up front, uh, when you saw the Scotland game, uh, you know his danger and obviously with Griezmann behind. But the boy on the left wing looks as if he could cause, uh, I think Johnson will have his uh, work cut out, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think William makes a fair point. Under Diego Simeone, they've been like famously brilliantly drilled and, and you know, really hard to beat. But they seem to be a bit more open uh, at the moment. I just don't know if that's good news for Celtic or not. They went no. to Celta Vigo and won 3-0 at the weekend. At, yeah. Celta did go down to 10 men. Um, but an Antoine Griezmann hat-trick. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can you can run through them. You know, as again, we're fed up. Well, of Maratta already kind of, over the last couple of weeks they're synonymous with you know being really tight over the years Atletico and maybe not scoring more goals but I'm looking at the last 3-2-3-3-2-3 three, two, three, three, two, three against Real Madrid you know so they're free-flowing Griez, uh, Griezmann get the hat-trick at the weekend this is the best team in the group for me and I think Celtic you know over the next two games it's going to be really tough I think they can look and say unlucky in the first two games mm. the way they both panned out I think they should have at least a point on the board. They don't. And I think they have to take something from the game tomorrow. Yeah. And don't mean to be so doom and gloom at 16 minutes past six, Gordon, but you wonder if that's that's why there'll be an extra frustration at the failure to pick up a point in the mm -hmm. first two games because it's perfectly plausible that Celtic are better now. It's perfectly plausible that they'll go and be even better tomorrow. But as Simon says, you're, you're up against probably the best team in the group. So if you can't take something tomorrow, then that's you know the, the, not, there's not much to be had from this group. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think they are up against the best group in the uh, best team in the group. Sorry, and it adds a little bit of pressure because they've not got off to that start. You know, a, a point or maybe two points or three points, whatever it may have been, um, just to get on the board when you're sitting there with the bottom of the table. We no points, you're playing the best team in the group, you got a double header. Brendan Rodgers is right there. I, I, I like the way Brendan Rodgers spoke. I picked up when he said, look, you know, the fans were singing his name at the weekend and uh, all the ones that were the doubters are starting to come round now because of the way he's going about his business. He was always a top, top manager, Brendan Rodgers, and I thought it was the right appointment at the time. But where I do agree with him is he's achieved nothing, nothing since he came back because he's been knocked out the first cup Right, that, that 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 was a big blow right away. He's sitting in a group with no points and he's got a massive game tomorrow night. But you can slowly see this Celtic team now growing in confidence. I think the introduction of releasing O'Reilly has been a masterpiece from Rodgers. You know, getting him into positions to score goals. You can see the boys clearly knows where the back, back of the net is. So it'll be interesting. I've... Do you know, I think it'll be a very good game tomorrow, but I'll always get back to Celtic for me just now. I think Celtic will always give you a goal. They look like just now they'll always give up a goal. And if they do that tomorrow night against this quality, then they've got to pick up nothing. So it's important at the back, they've got to defend very well. It does look like it will be a first start in the group for Cameron Carter. Vickers came on against Lazio, <coughs> wasn't it, in the previous game? Yeah. William... I mean, I, I take it as it simple as going to must-win in terms of hoping for any sort of European football after Christmas. I think I think a draw would be a good result against this team. You know, I think I, I, I think stretching to a win would be an outstanding result. You know, look at this team. You know, I think uh, 
the way Celtic turned just now, they still seem to be a bit short and, and at this level. Uh, I think off the ball, obviously, we need to concentrate. I heard, listen to Taylor today, we're talking about small margins and making small mistakes that's going to cost us, you know. And I think that the, the Lazio game was a sore one, you know. We, we created chances and we we just lost concentration. And if, if that's what it's coming down to, a loss of concentration, I think it's important, as Gordon says there, I think getting the first goal will be important uh, tomorrow night. So, And I, I think Celtic, I mean, with Gordon's talking about uh, Celtic uh, could lo- lose a goal, but I, I always think Celtic can score a goal. So I'm hoping that we can get. I, I'm hoping we can get some sort of a result tomorrow night, just to just to get. Because I remember the game with the the Man City with three each game. Then Brendan Rodgers came back, and that's the kind of performance mm-hmm. I'm looking for tomorrow night. Yeah, do you know what? I think Brendan Rodgers said something earlier um, that. It reminded me of some of the discussions that we've had after the the previous defeats. I think he said something like, "We don't need to be the best team in the world to to get something from the game." And you, you do wonder, Simon, if at some point can Celtic just grind out a result in Europe, or even get a result that they don't deserve? You know, yeah. it just seems like they can be on top in games and they'll still lose that critical goal. Yeah. Or, of course, <clears throat> you come up against an, an elite opponent, and sometimes there's nothing you can do. I mean, he would take absolutely anything, wouldn't he? He would take, like I said, a situation where they're by far second best, but somehow manage to grind something out. Do you think Celtic have got that within them in, in Europe? I don't think it's in their, their DNA uh, to grind things out. I think they'll, they'll go and try and win the game. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's the wrong phrase, right? Because I don't. Exp- I'm not saying that that suggests you know they sit back. I yeah. don't necessarily mean that, but you know that way that they just somehow kind of manage the game in a way that. I think that's a challenge for Celtic, and I think it's in our nature as Scottish teams. You know, you, you'll see against the against Lazio in the last game. You looked at Lazio going into. I watched the, the second half. They were happy with a point, but the the opportunity presented itself to them. I think Carter Vickers gets caught on the ball, and they're ruthless with the finish. But Celtic were going for the win. I think it's hard, you know, for Celtic in their nature to at one each, you know. Decide ten minutes to go. We're going to accept a point here. You seen the the Palma goal just ten minutes before that. They're pushing for the the win, so it's it's difficult. I don't think it is in their DNA. But I, I sense what you're saying. I think they'll look at the first two games. They were unfortunate in both those games, uh, down to nine men against Feyenoord. So you're maybe looking for a wee bit of luck, a wee bit of luck in a game. But I, I, I would agree with Gordon as well. You know they have to. They get themselves into a good position in the Lazio game with a well-orchestrated first goal. And then they look at the second one, mm. it's, it's, it's a wee bit sloppy. It's mistakes for a set please. All right, thank you, William. Perfect time to call, by the way, if you want to join William and give us your thoughts on tomorrow's game. 0141951 1025. We'll get you on next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Simon Donnelly are about to be joined by Mark, who's on the line from Cumbernauld. How's it going, Mark? Hey, good evening, guys. How are you doing? Good here. How are you? You well? Not too bad. I'm actually out walking my dog, but I listen to you every night when I'm walking them, so I thought I'd just phone in and... Uh, 
have a wee blather about my team, you know. Quite right. What are you thinking tomorrow then? Hey, well, I'm, I'm going tomorrow, you know. I've been going to you know, all the games for the last couple of years now. Um, I've got a wee bit of a, a conundrum, really, you know, because I think Celtic are really strong at the minute in the league. And they're starting to get better, better every game they play, especially against Hearts, which is a bit of a surprise to me. I thought they were outstanding from start to finish. Um, but my week, my week issue is really that um, since last season, Celtic. I was at the Real Madrid game last year at Parkhead. Celtic were great for sixty minutes. In fact, most of the European games they played, they were good for about sixty, seventy minutes. They played so well, worked so hard. Uh, the better teams probably would get beaten in the night. That happens in Europe. The problem I've got this year is you've got a new manager in who's tactically astute, very good manager. The team are starting to play the way he wants them to play. They haven't improved the squad. I don't think, you know, they, they lost Jota, they lost Jakimakis. Um, if you look at the defence, OK, they lost Starfield, but they brought in Scales. But Scales, Starfield didn't play last year. Um, it was Jens that played most of the Champions League games. So, that, you know, they lost Jota, they brought in Palmer. He looks a player, maybe no 100% fit yet. But I don't think, well, I think they lack, if you let me go on a wee bit. Um, I don't think they've got a lot of power. <coughs> I think they play a lot of good, fast attacking football, possession based, but you're playing against elite teams in Europe. And if, if it doesn't work, like against Lazio, 60, 70 minutes, Celtic pretty much had the whole ball, the whole game. They a lapse in concentration, Lazio scored two goals, Celtic takes 45, 50 passes to try and get in the box because Kyogo's up against the defence that are sitting deep there's no real power to bring on there's no real strength if you can't outplay them you can maybe muscle them or bully them off the ball like you used to do in the old days we can't do that because we don't have them kind of players and that's kind of my issue at the minute you know maybe going to take a season or two for Celtic to start bringing them players back in again What do you think of that Celtic lack a bit of power at this yeah. level? Um, yeah, I, I totally understand what Mark's saying the only thing what I will say is I don't care you look at even Tynecast I thought Celtic were cruise control at Tynecastle but there was still a period of that game that Hearts come into especially when they got the goal they had that little 5, 10, 15 minutes so you're not going to and especially in the European campaign you're not going to dominate the game for 90 minutes so if you're dominating a European game for 65 minutes or 60 minutes you're, you're playing very well it's what you do with that possession but I do agree with Mark in the sense that if you're asking me right now what would the Celtic team be tomorrow night? I think it's the same again and yeah, if everybody's exactly fit. That, yeah. That's that's our strongest side just yeah. now. So there's no nobody really in there <clears throat> that you can rotate. You know, Brendan Rogers could probably look at different teams, Atletico Madrid, and think, Do you know what? I'm going to mix it up a little bit, I'm going to make one or two changes. But I don't think he's got the squad ready for that just now. But I think they're starting to live in tomorrow night. If you ask me, are they capable of getting a result at Parkhead tomorrow night? 100%. What do you think, Simon? Is that a fair concern from Mark? Maybe a bit of that, that power it, it at is, the top you level? To, you have to accept what you're up against. You know, and as Gordon says there, you can you can have the 60 minutes against Real Madrid last year, but you're playing against world-class players that are going to have moments, and they did. They scored three goals. You're up against... A World Cup winner who scored a hat trick at the weekend in fine form. Marata. They beat Real Madrid three one earlier yeah, this season. Yes, and they're on a, a good run. So everybody has to be at it tomorrow. Uh, I accept Mark's comments about physicality. Go back to Martin and Neil's team, and they they could mix it. They could play football, but they could also mm. mix it physically. I don't think this Celtic side can do that. Even Neil Lennon's team when it when it dug out those famous yeah. results, you were looking at what a Wanyama set piece or yeah. a Samaras <clears throat> playing off. This is a different. 
Celtic yeah. team. I, I mean, I think sometimes they're criticised for, for not scoring from set pieces. Uh, they're, they're a different time, uh, a different team altogether. But I think the, the team that started against Hearts, I think it was the same team against Kilmarnock. I see good signs there that they're beginning to build relationships. I like the guy Palmer. I think there's there's a lot more in there with him. He's beginning to to you know contribute. The, the pass at the weekend was fantastic. Is his emergence need... now why the team really does pick itself tomorrow? Because right. there was a bit of debate. Yeah, and there in was. Fact, well, Abad is out, obviously. Yeah. Abad has been brilliant for Celtic, but he's out injured. This lad's came in. He's got a big reputation. He's different to what Celtic have in the wide areas. He's different. He's a, he looks to me as a footballer. He wants to come in and play rather than relying on pace on the outside. That's not to say he's slow, but it's, it's a different style. But Maeda does the exact opposite. Maeda does the exact opposite, and it's, it's it's a good combination. You know what you're getting with Maeda? You morph them. He'll just morph the two of them. Well, the player. Arguably, they wouldn't be at Celtic <laughs> if you could morph the two of them. Um, Mark, what do you think? They're Celtic, you know, presume, well, they are, I think. Everyone would agree, you know, getting better than a better place now than the previous European games. Does that not give you any any confidence? Oh, don't get me wrong, I, I, I go into every game confident, you know, even the bigger games you always get a wee bit of hope. And I'm not having a go at um, the players that are there, I think they've been, I think when uh, Rodgers gets starting to get the very best out of some of them, you know, and the, the rest of them will come. I just think it's just Celtic's lack, a wee bit of lack in strength and depth, and, and knowing of the transfer policies, bring guys in young and produce them and make them better. And then sell them on for deep money, and Celtic have been excellent at that, we're sitting in a bank balance, which is incredible. I think you know there's some areas of the park that Celtic should have strengthened in the summer. Not to say that it made a difference tomorrow, but it gives you a wee bit of better options, you know. Because, for instance, if Kyogo goes off tomorrow, 60, 70 minutes, and he was great against Hearts, he was great, he was great against Hearts. He gives you he's a talisman. He gives you so much. You're bringing on oh, young raw South Korean striker, you know. It's a it's a bit of a drop in my opinion compared to Jackamakis who. For all that he scored a lot of goals, he was so strong, he could hold the ball up, give you a chance, give you a breather up front. Celtic haven't got that anymore. You know, Greg Taylor, outstanding left back for Celtic, has been great so far this season. But they lack that, he lacks a wee bit of power and strength, a wee bit of pace. And I think when you watch the European teams, just they, they target him, you know, not because he's a bad player, just because maybe he's the weaker side, a wee bit smaller. And that's just my opinion, you know. I like to say, I'm going tomorrow, hopefully, to get a win <laughs> or a point or anything, but um, you just never know, you know. Makes some good points. I agree with that. Um, you try to get Mark in as your partner on a Tuesday. Yeah, I think I think Mark speaks a lot of sense. Not that Simon doesn't, but uh, I quite like Mark. Um, it's just the fact that where he's right in the fact. Oh, right. You look at Jack Marcus. He was t- terrific, and, and the reason that he's not a Celtic part is because. He was too good to sit on the bench, let's be honest about it. And the boy had ambitions. Exactly. The boy had ambitions that he wasn't prepared to play second fiddle. And it was a very difficult one to sort of a um, you know work together with. But oh is he's right, Mark's right. He's raw, he's young, he's not had the greatest amount of game time. I know that there's a few doubters out there. Shuggy is one of them, Hugh. Uh, I still think that there's a bit to come with. I think just giving the right sort of a service, uh, the right bit of confidence, getting a run going together, getting a couple of goals, I think he could be a, a, a good signing for Celtic, yeah. but he's still a lot to do. I think Jackie Marcus got the run in the team because Kyogo was out injured. Well, if you remember Champions League, Jackie Marcus had to play some of them, didn't he, at the start of yeah. the 
the campaign. In fact, did they not so start got, the Real Madrid game? He got the run that Gordon's talking about due to Kyogo being out injured, and he did really well in that time. His goal return was brilliant. Always finding it difficult because he's getting bits of games. You mm. were a striker yourself, Gordon. You need see when you're getting bits of games. Like he had a couple of chances at the weekend. It led to the Awata goal. He looks as if he needs he needs a goal, but at the moment. Kyogo's got that jersey mm. so it's, it's so difficult with the, the shape of the team Forget all that Champions League insignificant stuff Mark do, do you pass MD when you're out walking the dog? <laughs> Actually I've chosen my route wisely today normally there's like Arctic lorries and about a dozen other dogs mm. flying kind of dog have you got Mark? Hold on a minute Gordon's kind of got dog? his radar on him you know where he is <laughs> No, gen- no genuinely Look behind me No 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 but that's, that's what I'm wondering I want to know right if he, I wonder if there's anyone out there that he passes that that other person thinks He's in the phone. He's in the phone to Super Scoreboard, or they just think that guy's having a really passionate discussion with one of his pals about Celtic strategy in the Champions League. And he's not got a dog. What's going on here? Lead, Lubo, the dog. I've definitely got a dog. What kind of dog is it, Mark? Uh, He's a staffy. All right. Oh, but he's he's a big baby, really. But no, I walked. I was in front of a guy, behind a guy. About five minutes ago, and I had to slow down because I didn't want to make up something wrong. Me, like, no fault to myself. This guy's really, he's just really into Celtic's game in the Champions League tomorrow. But anyway, thank you very much uh, to Mark somewhere in Cumbernauld. Keep an eye out for him if you're driving around. Give him a toot. Uh, what about Craig and Stuart? And you're not walking the dog, are you, Craig? Uh, no, I'm, I'm in the car driving home just now. Quite right. Hard day's graft. Oh, you could say that, yeah. Uh, listen, nothing else for it, Craig. What are you thinking tomorrow? <clears throat> Um, I just think that after the weekend's game, I think at the start of the season, I don't think Celtic were playing that well um, under a new manager. I think they were needing time to bed in. I just think after the game at the weekend, I feel like we're kind of getting my, my flair back and my mojo back a wee bit um, under under Brendan. Um, obviously, there was no a lot of Dubai under whether Brendan should have come back or not. I was, I was actually quite happy that he was coming back, knowing that what he could produce. Um, and I just feel like we're getting back to our to our old ways under Ange, which is which is good. Um, I just think tomorrow's going to be difficult for us just to progress and and even have a shot at Europa. We're going to have to take something from tomorrow's game. But I think from memory, in the last game of the Champions League, I think Madrid took four off of Feyenoord, and I think Morata and Griezmann both got a double. Um, and just listen to the, the, the comments prior to that that they're playing well. They took three off Madrid. In the league, um, hat trick at the weekend for Griezmann. So I just think it's going to be difficult, but I do think we've got a chance of getting something out of the game just by coming off the back of a good win away from home and a tough, tough atmosphere with less fans as well. And I just, I just wanted to know what your thoughts on that. Well, yeah, just in terms of accuracy, I think it was three-two against Feyenoord, but that doesn't change the point much. Um, <clears throat> Craig's delighted with the weekend. Hopes that that can, you know, see Celtic going into this one in a better place. Was it a bit more Ange-like? At the weekend. At the weekend, I, I think I watched the, I covered the game before that, and I thought it was Celtic's best performance, the Kilmarnock game. Yeah. Uh, I stood right I th- next to you in the big gantry yes, at Celtic Park. Very high. Yes. Uh, game's very easy. Played up there. <laughs> Wasn't it just? But I think the, the the performance at the weekend was similar again, and I agree with Craig. I think Celtic do look as if they're beginning to click. Uh, an unchanged team for the, the the two games. So I think they're getting in, in decent form. Mm. But I'll reiterate, so Atletico Madrid. So, you know, to a man, tomorrow night, Celtic need to be... They'll find it difficult tactic. tomorrow, especially playing in front of an empty stadium for 30 minutes on Sunday. 
because he had 500 yeah. supporters, everybody from Hearts had left. Do you think Celtic that, have evolved a bit though throughout this season? Because, you know, understandably, we spent the first part of the, the campaign saying, okay, how does Brendan Rodgers' team compare to Ange Postacoglu's mm. team? Can you perhaps even ask, how does Brendan Rodgers' team today compare to Brendan Rodgers' team from six weeks ago? It does feel like there's been a few little tweaks in there. We spent the first couple of weeks talking about how deep Kyogo was. Doesn't seem to be doing that so much anymore. Just felt a bit like at the weekend they were just they just looked a bit more like what they did last you're, season. You're looking at a very experienced manager, a good manager. He thinks about the game all the time. So what he's he's went in there, Gordon. He's looked at it. He's worked in one or two things. I think he's ripped up one or two of the papers and thought, no, we're going to go a different way now. O'Reilly, you're going to start giving me a return of goals, and he's been brilliant. Kyogo. Yeah, I quite like you coming deep, but I'm taking away the threat from on the shoulder and what you give uh, Celtic in return of goals as well. So he's he's basically sort of ripped one or two things up. I think Celtic are playing good football. I think they're getting better and better. They're getting more confident. You see that settled side now. There was always a... Obviously, at the beginning with the two centre-backs, we getting injuries and, yeah. and changes all the time. Carter Vickers and Scales, who's been... Excellent, you've got to say. They've got a solid back four now. You back four picks itself, the goalkeeper as well. In fact, the full team just now picks yeah. itself. The, the only doubt you would say, and I think uh, Mark touched on it, yeah. is the the substitutions will need to sort of a stand up now. They need to come on and make an impact. We spoke about it under Ange Postacoglu every, every week. The substitutions made such an impact. They come on the pitch where just to kill the game or gone and really get more goals and make it so much comfortable or under pressure when they needed a goal. They always produced. That's what the squad players need to do now under Brendan Rodgers for me. Yeah, so you've got a bit, bit of confidence, Craig, by the sounds of it. I take it as you definitely need something tomorrow, yeah, to talk about any possibility of post-Christmas European action. Absolutely, I think at minimum we need to take a point away from that Anything more than a point I think is a bonus um, I think they played well away from Feyenoord um, Obviously the sending offs did change that game naturally um, I thought we played very well against Lazio um, Started the game strong the way we used to um, Got out the blocks early We could have had probably more than one goal Going into half time in that game If, if Maeda had his shooting boots on a wee bit um, but I just think we're at that point now where we're starting to click and I think we're starting to show that we're worthy of competing in this competition um, and teams are starting to go into fear as a wee bit again. Can you turn it into results? Because I think the performances have definitely shown a sign of competing for a couple of seasons now, haven't they? Can you turn it into results? I think, I think that's what we need to do. Um, but again, tomorrow is going to be difficult because we're playing a very informed Madrid team. Um, but I thought the result again was there against me, against Lazio, but we we, we slept. I, I think what Simon was saying was that we, we were going for it, and, and I think we kind of sniffed a bit of victory in that game, and it ultimately ended up punishing us a wee bit. Um, but I think we just need to keep a wee bit of composure at that level, and I think we can see results out. Good man, that was Craig and Shurton, 01419511025. Rangers fans, I know you've got a bit to wait before Thursday, but why not get in touch? Let us know your early thoughts. We're going to hear Cyril Dessers talking about the criticism he's received. I wonder if you've got faith he turns a corner under the new manager or is that something you don't see as being particularly likely? Let us know right now and I'll tell you about this. Do you know who's not in good form? 
the Make Me A Winner contestants The ninth rollover in a row Come on Last time out The player we called answered with Hello Which is just no use We need Make Me A Winner straight away So we could make you the winner of £135,000 tomorrow But you need to be in the draw Text yes to 61025 £2 to text plus your standard network rate Clyde1.com for online entries at a cost of £2 Or call 0330-880-4523 Calls charged at a standard rate Over 18s only And all the rules for this network competition are Online Entries since David won on Wednesday the 11th of October Which seems like ages ago Have rolled over If you get the call from us after 3pm tomorrow Wednesday the 25th of October Answer within 5 rings Say make me a winner straight away And you could win the £135,000 Let's get this right tomorrow Text yes to 61025 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Simon Donnelly are here It's 0141-951-1025 About to hear from Cyril Dessers on criticism He's received this season So Rangers fans, I would like to get your thoughts uh, If you can Something's been bothering me though since we started the show Did you get your wee uh, IT issue that you had earlier on sorted? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not yet. Yes, to the listening sure audience, right? I want you to picture the scene and tell me if there is a more disturbing scenario out there in your imagination. The office door swings open at five o'clock, and he walks with a big laptop under his arm. <laughs> And he says to the boss, by the way, not even not like the IT guy, just the bot, the first guy he sees, can you wipe this hard drive for me? <laughs> you ever ever wondered what goes into a scenario where Gordon DL has to get someone to wipe his hard drive? <laughs> As I said, once I heard what was going on, I stayed well clear. It's just a sentence that you don't really want to end it, no. say, but him in particular. But it gets weirder, right? So I, I had heard this and I thought, it is a bit peculiar. So he fires up the laptop and you know, the, and I'm, I'm not great with this jargon, so I'll probably describe this in a very clumsy fashion. But you know, it's got the kind of login screen, so it's locked. You enter your password. So you, you would expect the name at that point to say Gordon DL. And then you enter your password. What was it? it, it it's just—it's just an entirely different name. <laughs> you, do, you don't want to know. But it's like, uh, what is that? Am I right in saying that's like a foreign name, and you don't know what I should, that is? I wouldn't say it was foreign. Um, no, all right. I just maybe read it wrong. Um, I wouldn't say it was male either. So, but <laughs> but then I looked under the desk because it was plugged in, and getting charged. It's also got a—it's got a European plug. It's not even it's not even a UK standard plug on the laptop. <laughs> Where have you been shopping? Oh Trotter's independence. <laughs> I think I'll So we me. will need to get to the bottom of this. I'm glad I'm glad we've kept all this a secret. <laughs> uh, for a person that's looking around in their back seat wondering where their laptop is. <laughs> was there success? Uh, no, it's no, not, not yet. success yet. <laughs> so if there's not yet been wiped. If there's anyone out there that can help. Please phone 0141 So you've picked up this laptop on your travels uh, yeah, yeah, there's a story behind it that obviously Doesn't involve a stag doing Amsterdam, <laughs> does it? <laughs> 
regular users of WhatsApp and social media might get that one and I think we move on before we get ourselves in trouble right 01419511025 let's hear from Cyril Bessers he admits recent criticism has got under his skin it's affected his confidence however he's sure he can now show supporters what he's capable of you try to keep uh, some things out of the out of the door uh, like we say it in Dutch um, but that's not always easy, especially not in a city like this or in a club like Rangers, which is massive, which is always there. Um, so I think like uh, at a certain moment, it, it, it got under my skin and, and it, it, it affects your confidence a little bit. But um, I've, luckily, I've been through this before in my career and, and I know what I can do. I know what my qualities are and I know... I will show them this season, so I'm, I'm not too worried about that. I just know, like the Gaffer said, I, I need to keep working, do my things for the team, and then, then the goals will follow. And with the goals, the wins will follow, and yeah, I think then everybody will be happy. He says also supporters with negative views will always be the loudest. However, he's happy with the backing that he got on Saturday. There's been a double feeling for me uh, about the fans. Of course, I've, I've got some, uh, some negative things towards my head, um, but overall... The, the people are amazing they're so nice to me when I meet them in the city when I meet them here around the stadium they're so kind they're so supportive and of course the how can I say this the negative voices are the loudest uh, and, and, and maybe it's only one negative voice for every 100 or 500 fans that are positive and supportive and I try to keep that in my head uh, then, and, and for my feeling this wasn't even my, my, my a really good performance I know I can do a lot better but to get this support that means a lot to me and 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 that that fills your heart and that this gives you energy and and to even go harder and uh, as i say this is a new start for me uh, i hope this can be a new start as well um with with the fans and uh, i hope i can make them happy in the future i couldn't possibly sit here and say oh is that Cyril Dessers turned the corner because he scored at the weekend because he's actually scored before gordon it's not mm-hmm. like that was his first goal it still probably wasn't a vintage performance, but is there some is there something in there? You listen to him, very open, very aware of the criticism. I don't mind his um, sort of self-protection mindset, but mm. I think the ratio of critics was probably a bit higher than the 1 to 500 or whatever he said there. Um, c- can this be the start of something? Hopefully for the boy. Um, it's difficult coming into a club the size of Rangers and... All of a sudden, you're getting a bit of criticism. Um, your performances aren't up to the level which, obviously, the Rangers fans were expecting. But he got his goal at the weekend, Gordon, and goals it gives you confidence as a striker, especially at home, especially in front of your home fans. And uh, He gets that goal, he goes away, he's looking forward to the next game. <sighs> I've been one of his critics... Um, I think he's got to up his game. I'm sure that there'll be a lot of Rangers fans out there hoping the boy does very, very well indeed. But he's got to up his game. Um, and if he can keep, you know, progressing, keep in the team first and foremost and scoring goals, then obviously he's going to win the Rangers fans over. I like the way he sounds confident. Uh, he said he's been through it before. He knows what it's to expect. There's nothing worse as a player with a club and you know the fans are criticising you, it gives real pressure to you every single game. And he's obviously mm. feeling that a little bit, but it's up to him to just stand up and be counted. And, uh, but right now, he needs to improve and put better performances in, there's no doubt in that. And Matthew makes a very good point. Did Dessers say <coughs> anything about baristas during his interview? 
No, you didn't. No, I was. Did you hear the, this wager? I heard about it at the yeah. weekend. If got if Serial Dessers scored at the weekend, Gordon DL had to make Mark Wilson's coffee for a month, and there we are. It has happened. So there we go. Thank you to Matthew for it reminding was, it me. It was worth it just to see Wilson celebrating the Rangers goal. <laughs> That's true. There is a first for everything. It's that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish football. Right, whilst Gordon Dale goes next door to check on his laptop, <laughs> if you could give us a call for Beat the Pundit 01419511025, you need to call before seven, and your chance to take on Simon or Gordon will come after the news. So be quick, and you could be playing Beat the Pundit next. Tackle the headlines. 0141951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL, Simon Donnelly Both here Both waiting for you To get in touch That Two second intro there Reminded me actually Do you know someone Called in earlier I forgot to mention this This is Hand on heart true To complain That you are Breathing too heavily Into the mic Is it me? It is you I mean I was just trying to set up Beat the Pundit and I can hear <sighs> I was, it was my journey from there over to here honestly just face that way if you feel like breathing like, never do that again <laughs> <laughs> whatever you do uh, 01419511025 we've been looking ahead to Celtic against Atletico Madrid we'll go back to Celtic Park and get the lowdown from the visiting press conference as well uh, so keep those calls coming Celtic fans Rangers fans just before the news we heard from Cyril Dessers talking about criticism he's received, belief that he can turn things around. Do you share that belief or do you still have major concerns? Let us know right now and we'll catch up with you after we play this. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Rab is on the line. How's it going, Rab? Yeah, I'm not too bad yourself. Not bad, not bad at all. I take it like most people who phone in, this is your debut. Uh, it's aye. Good. I know what you did, Rab. You sat and listened last night, heard how difficult it was on a Monday, and thought Tuesday will be much easier. Well, I, well, I seen, I seen the performance for the pundit last night, and I thought, well, I'm glad I don't phone in that night. <laughs> the Anorak. Did you hear about him last mm. night? The Hannah man. I, I did. I seen it. Aye. Nine. nine. I seen that. Nine. Yeah. Outrageous, Gordon Deal. He's good. I've got to say He's not got a lot going for him Other than he's good at the Beat the Pundit, <laughs> pundit. Yeah, that Very it? good Anything else? No he's no. good But he's, he should be in minus two I, I agree with you I think, I think we should put that in motion But my, fo- my form's not bad Well it's just steady it's Played 14 Many pl- men do you think Right Everybody it's, phones it's, in It's, it's every plus one You're needing to go Hold on, on. Everybody, everybody phones in Everybody phones in Wants to play me Because they think I'm the weakest you, link you Played 14 Many do you think I've won I'd say 11. 12. Oh, shit. 11. <laughs> Aim high, kill the story. I know, you've just killed the story. Kevin Bridges one. Uh, right, heads it will be Simon Donnelly, tails it's Gordon DL, and it is heads it's Simon against Rab in Whitburn. So what we do there here, we same every night, give Simon some greatest hits radio, turn it up nice and loud, and put 30 seconds on the clock for Rab. Are you ready, Rab? Aye, aye. Good man, remember, you can pass if you want, okay? No worries. Good man, your time starts now. What nationality is Abdullah Sima? Uh, Senegalese. Uh, Benny Beningame joined Hearts from which English Premier League club? Uh, Leicester. Who was the last Scot to play in the Champions League final? Andy Robertson. Which League Two side play in the town of Methil? Uh, East Fife. What was the last club Brendan Rodgers was at before rejoining Celtic? 
Leicester City There's Two teams playing the Renfrewshire Derby uh, Greenock and St Man. Who dropped into the Lowland League from League 2 last season? Uh, Dumbarton Okay let's bring back Simon Donnelly Can you hear us? And yes I can Sad. He's giving me the facials Don't right because He's, he's giving me the facials I know. The, the reason Mark Wilson's record's so bad Is because he's always leaning over <laughs> Breathing in his ear And trying to put him off So play your own I'm game faced. Are you ready? Mm, yes Go The time it. starts now What nationality is Abdallah Sima? Pass Benny Beningamy joined Hearts From which English Premier League club? Pass Who was the last Scot To play in the Champions League final? Lambert Which League 2 team Play in the town of Methyl? He's five. Who was the last club Brendan Rodgers was at before rejoining Celtic? Leicester. Which two teams play in the Renfrewshire Derby? St Mirren and Morton. Who dropped into the Lowland League from League Two last season? Pass. How many Scottish Championship teams are based in Fife? Three. Okay. Rab, what do you think? I, um, I don't know. We'll see. Rab, that sounds Bad to me start. like Rab thinks he won and he doesn't want to say it. Rab's no, no one You don't think Rab, so? No, Rab, 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 hang up no, Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. Did I retrieve the situation? Yeah. Did you listen to Rab? Yeah <laughs> Go and get your tea, Rab There's a biscuit waiting for you Just to be clear <laughs> you, you, Did you listen to Rab's answers? No, I didn't no, but, I I, but, but when Rab comes on oh, Well, I don't well, know I think it was, a, it was a hard start I was panicking Abdallah Sima is Senegalese Rab got it did Simon didn't One, no Changed your chin yet? Yeah I think Rab's got him. Benny Beningamy joined Harps from Everton. Ten. None of you got it. Andy Robertson was the last Scott in the Champions League final. Terrible. 2 0. Rab. Oh, Did he get that as well? Hmm? Oh, Rab, come up and get your ball. The East Fife playing Methyl both got it, so it stays two. Leicester was Brendan Rogers' previous club, both got it. St Mirren and Morton, Renfrewshire Derby, both got it. Uh, so we stay level. How, uh, you, you've got the chance, though. Who dropped into the Lowland League from League Two last season? Uh, Dumbarton said, Rab, which is wrong. No. It's Albion Rovers. Rovers. And how many championship teams are based in Fife? It's just two. Two. So, Rab, you've done it. Well done. What was the final score? Yaldi. Oh, Yaldi, Rab. It was a three, one, three. two, three, four, a five, three. Terrible start. I'd have went to a tiebreaker. I've, pl- I've played so much, or I've overseen so many Beat the Pundits, I start really analysing performance. Do you want to know the faux pas you made that really annoys me? No offence. Go for it. Question two. Benny Beningamy, joint heart from which English Premier League club? And I didn't say one. You've pulled me up. Because you before. know that it's a club. Mm. I mean, you've got a one in twenty mm. chance yeah, of getting right to be fair. Pressure of beat the thunder. <sighs> anyway, well done, Rab. You'll be happy with that. Sorry, say that again. You'll be happy with that, Rab. Comfortable aye, win. Aye, aye, I'll, t- I'll take that one. First aye. time as well. You're a Rangers fan, Rab. How pleased were you? Uh, with makes the... it worse. Makes it worse. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, it makes it a wee bit sweeter that I've <laughs> Well done, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, well done, Rab. How pleased were you with the start? Although it was only one game. Start to life under Philippe Clement. Happy. I well, for what we'd seen um, for the start of the season up until then, it was it was night and day. There's still obviously time to you know get better. He's only had a few a few days, a, a week or so. Um, Whereas, so I can can only hope that things get better for us. We just heard before the news there from you know Serial Dessers kind of talking about the criticism and, and hoping he can come good. Are you on board with that, or has he still got a long way to do that for you? Ah, oh, he's got a long way for me. Um, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but. I mean, one of the goals he scored that actually happened and went in. Yeah, uh, I've tried to forget about that one, unfortunately. You know, so, um, but no, listen, if he, if he starts scoring goals, I heard Gordon uh, earlier, um, if he starts scoring goals and, and, you know, he will get his back on side, but 
but nah, he's, he's got quite a bit for, us, for myself. I don't know if this goes in his favour, Gordon, or it goes against him. Um, but Danilo's back. Danilo came on. So, I mean, he's not more so because of the injury but you know he's not exactly been on fire yet either but you just wonder if he becomes the number one striker at the moment that takes a bit of the heat off Dessers a bit of the burden you know, he's not playing constantly um, and, and being scrutinised so heavily or does it mean actually he drops out the team before he's even had the chance to, to make up for it well, I think it, I think it'd be difficult to leave him out the next game. Gordon, um, he's got his goal um, first game under a new manager. Did he do enough though to guarantee that he starts the next game? I think he scored a goal. I think I That's think not asked. No, but what I'm going to say is, I think as a manager, you'll look and think, right, he's got a goal. Will that bring more confidence? I'll play him next week. You've got to play a guy who scored a goal. You for, don't know. Yeah, for what me, a for a, no, for a guy that's not hit the ground running at Rangers and he's really struggling for him to get the goal, take him off to get him that round of applause from the Rangers fans, and then put him on the bench <coughs> the next game. Yeah. I think kills his confidence. Yeah. So that's why I think he right, will start okay. the next game. You go along with that, Rob. Um, I think so. I think with Danilo. Obviously, being injured and coming back, um, I don't see him chucking him in straight away. I think he will start, um, and and I hopefully the confidence, as he says, hopefully the confidence for the goals, you know, goals coming, he can he can get better. I mean, Kamal Roof, if he is able to, he was he was unused on the bench, wasn't he, at the weekend? Um, but if it's him and Danilo, it means at least the options are are kind of increasing a bit for Michael Beale, so that Michael Beale. No, forget him. He's, no, forget him. Nah, he's <laughs> he said he's good. Um, creature of habit there. Um, yeah, do you know what I mean, Simon? Is that is that a good thing for Serial Dessers or is it a bad thing? Well, I think the lad sounded positive in his interview there. I think he's taken a bit of confidence from getting on the score sheet and a positive victory in Clement's first game in charge. I think everybody, uh, you know, it's a fresh start for him. But at the same time, you know, the scrutiny and the pressure that comes with, you know, playing centre forward for Rangers. There'll be players there, like if it's Danilo coming back, breathing down his neck, he has to keep scoring. It's, it's pretty simple. He has to keep scoring and putting performances in because the start of his career hasn't, you know, been too great. But you take a wee bit of confidence from the goal at the weekend. I think he's worked with Claymont before as well, was he not? So I, I, I must admit, I couldn't find a time where they actually overlapped, mm -hmm. but they, they were at the same club. Right. Um, there's every chance I've just looked it up wrong. Um, Rab, the European campaign feels like, you know, it's been, well, it has obviously been a mixed bag, but it's still very much there. We were just looking at the table. I mean, every team in Rangers group is in the same amount of points, so... It's still very much there for the taking. It's still something you expect Philippe Clement to come in and, and prioritise and really try and go at from his first game. Well, I think I think with what uh, Clement said in his first interview, he's going to he wants to you know go for everything. I don't think he's going to side put that um, you know as being the first. Do you know what I'm, do you know what I mean? I'm stumbling about here. Um, he's not going to prioritise that over the league. I don't think. I think the league's still bread and butter, isn't it? And um, but certainly. Like you said, every team's on three points, and you know, Rangers just the last game against Limassol was one of the flattest performances I've ever seen. I don't think that Clement, certainly being first coming in, I don't think he's going to stand for that or let that happen. Um, and I expect us to get a result on Thursday, um, personally. Wonder how different a challenge it will be, Gordon. Um, 
tactically, you know, and trying to find out how Rangers go about things because we mentioned that last night Andy Haldy and, and Roger Hanna were in. Rangers were good and, and they did what they had to do and they won the game and there was lots of positives. But Hibs also kind of played right into Rangers' mm-hmm. hands at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Hibs actually went to Ibrox with a bit of confidence, um, played a lot of forward players. It usually doesn't happen. Usually teams sit in and try and hit in the counter-attack. Um, I'm not going to blame the, the Hibs manager for having a goal. He's quite right to go and do that. Obviously, it didn't work in his favour. Thursday Thursday evenings are a completely different game. And you're right, Gordon, it will be interesting what sort of team will he put out. Will he still go with the, the attacking players or will he look at a difficult game away from home and be more tactically in the sense of defending a little bit deeper and then going in the counter-attack? I'm interested to see what he's got to bring to the European campaign as well. Yeah, I mean, even getting... The group's so open. So even getting a point, I think, would be a decent yeah. result for Rangers. It would, would uh, And Thursday night, uh, you know, to, to, to take that, obviously you've got the game at home as well, but it's an open group. It's an open group. It'll be interesting to see what kind of tactics he employs. Would you take a draw, Rob? Um, well, being a Rangers fan, I want to win it first and foremost, but... Uh, but I think a draw, I, you probably would take a draw because I fancy us at home to Limassol, I fancy us at home to Prague, you know, to get the results, to get the wins, get a draw off Prague, and then you've got that, that is it the last match, I think, against Betis? So that's going to be the toughest one, um, you know, I think, anyway. He wouldn't take a draw and beat the pundit, though, he won it comfortably. Well done mm. to Rab in Whitburn. Well, you were poor, mate. 0141951 Is the bad stuff? Do you know something? As soon as I said Lambert... Sitting, sitting next Andy to you Robertson. tonight and, and other uh, programmes, sitting next to Wilson for many years, I now know what happened to Breakin. <laughs> It's exactly, I mean, how can you expect to win games when you don't know that <laughs> Benny Beninkimi came from Everton, no. honestly? Um, did, you, did you know that? Yeah. Did, did you? you? 100% I knew that. Mm. Yeah, I'd have got that. What was the first one again? I'd have taken, uh, the, I thought, uh, Seema, I had no idea. I would have. Rab, the Rangers. I would have just went English or something. He's in good goal scoring form though, ahead of oh, this European he's, game. Yeah, he's, he's even got the goal in Europe, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. Um, He's playing with a lot of confidence and uh, some of his finishes have been very, very good, good indeed, I've got to say. Yeah. So, yeah, he's playing He's playing well. He's starting to live up to that transfer that the Rangers fans, when he's seen him coming in, I watched him pre-season and I thought, ooh, this has got to be a difficult start for you, but he's upped his game. Why, why is that? Is it because he's not, like, refined and pretty on the ball, but it, you know, maybe his defective gets, gets numbers, as they say? Yeah, and plus the fact, I think he looked uh, more comfortable in the formation, the way Rangers played at the weekend. But interesting to see if they keep, you know, what sort of a... Look, you look at the Rangers side at the weekend, that side was forced on him because he had some of his big hitters coming back on the bench, can't well come on. You would probably say, will they introduce him on Thursday night? You know, and, and, and sacrifice maybe a forward player for that and change it, go a little bit stronger in the middle of the park. So I think I think uh, the weekend's team was forced upon him, got a terrific result, cruised it. Um, I'm just interested to see how he now goes on to the European stage tactically and how he uh, adjusts to playing away from home. Yeah, uh, as I say, it'll be interesting to see how he... He's one game in, he's one game in, and I think it was a perfect game for him to start. You know, in front of 
50,000 at Ibrooks. And you always get a wee bounce. I think you always get a positive bounce with a new manager. But this is where the hard work starts. We talked about Dessers there. These guys, it's not enough in one game. You need to keep doing it. And, you know, it's a difficult one away from home. I think they'd be satisfied by a point. Uh, keep those thoughts coming in, Rangers fans. If you've anything to add, we like we said, we heard from Serial Dessers how far is that journey to turning things around or do you think that can happen pretty quickly let us know on the usual number if you would rather send us a tweet as well uh, you can do that uh, Joyful says his confidence must be shot to ribbons Dessers will come good uh, look look at uh, look I'm trying to decipher I'm sure it's just been a wee typo um, look at those through the years ultimately that have had howlers in their first season there's loads of players that take a bit of time to get going isn't there but just I think with every season that passes, the less forgiving society becomes. I don't know, social media and you want everything kind of instantly and criticism's instant. I mean, if, for, as an example, if he was to perform like this all season... No, and she's not going to be there. There's not... No. There's there probably no... I, th- I, think, I think fans look back to the old days when Ali McCoy's come in, Mark Cately come in, you know, went on to be Rangers greats, you've got to say, didn't go off to the best start. Uh, fans were... Want them out the door, so it's different now. Desers will not be afforded not a chance, not a chance. Right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. Good time to call because if you do, there's a good chance we will get you on next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it, watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Simon Donnelly are about to team up on the full-time teaser. Still plenty of time for you to get your calls in. And don't go anywhere because we are about to hear from Diego Simeone, or certainly from Andrew McLean, first of all, who's at that press conference, will give you all the updates from the Atletico Madrid side of things uh, live from Celtic Park very soon. Uh, so we will do that. He's actually he's in the chair at the moment, I believe. So we'll get to that shortly on Twitter. Scotty says he's getting up at 2am to drive from County Down to Lisbon to get the bus to Dublin Airport, then a 7.30am flight to Prague. Might give you and Shug a ring uh, from the old town uh, when he gets there. So there we are. That's the length people oh, go dedication. to support their team in Europe. I like that though. It's going to be a wee European trip. Uh, not two o'clock in the morning. You, the thing is, you're not really a football fan, are you? Do you know what nah, I mean? Like, you just nah. played, like. I was asking him this earlier on about when he finished. Yeah. He says, never kicked the ball. So. I mean, he's a student of the game now because he's got that magic telly, so he just sits on, mm. on the, 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 the recliner. Well, that's so why I won the laptop, sorted. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I'm learning so much tonight. Cul- culinary skills as well. He would, anything that involves him leaving his living room, he's not interested in. No. So he wouldn't dream it. I can't imagine you going to great lengths to like watch a football team. Just never in a million years. I struggle years, to get you? to Far Park exactly. and I can hit a wedge the road. <laughs> Incredible. I know, I do. I like it. I like to hear your tales, everyone out there, of your planes, trains, and automobiles to get to European games. Uh, it should be a bit easier uh, tomorrow. It's in the east end of Glasgow. Atletico Madrid, who are visiting. And like I say, we'll get to them uh, very shortly. Let's bring in Billy and Milton. How's it Can going, Billy? Can we have a teaser? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. sorry. Sorry, Billy. Billy. Just My hold apologies. your horses. Eh? I'm glad you're here to keep me right. Yeah. Uh, let's do the question. The 
full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Slad wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. It's just a straightforward question, this. Straightforward. This should, this should be unheard of. This will be one of those ones you don't need me to repeat the question. If such a thing exists. From the year 2000 to the present day, who are the top 10 scorers in the Scottish top flight? So obviously in that time we've had SPL, we've Coast gone boy. to Scottish Premiership, let me finish. Uh, but since the year 2000 up to now, who are the top 10 scorers in the Scottish top flight? Say that again. Chris Boyd. Yes, you can now speak. Well Kyogo. Done. No. I mean, no. there you go. Larson. Yes. Hartson. Kyogo's only been here for... Top 10 scorers? Yes. All right, sorry, 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 sorry. John Hartson. Uh, yep, he's sneaked in there as well. Griffiths. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, we'll leave it there. Uh, since the year 2000 up to now, don't give me any more answers at I've the moment. I've not got any. Who are the top <laughs> scorers in the Scottish top flight? So since 2000 up to now, Chris Boyd, Henrik Larson, Lee Griffiths and John Hartson, they've got four, they've got six to get. Thanks to Mark Rennie for sending the question in and the address you need is fulltime at clay1.com. Com. We're going to go to Celtic Park very soon But let's speak to Billy who is a Rangers fan first Take it away Billy How you doing lads? Good, good. evening You, you well? Uh, I'm well, I am, I'm good um, Daz, I, know, I mean, I, I've held my horses I don't think you'll get any more than that one anyway with Boydie <laughs> Okay anyway, Billy carry on. Right. I'm, I'm in a minority I like this call, it's got uh, off to a good start uh, Slagging you... Gordon Deal You're yeah. in the minority of what Billy? <laughs> I think Cyril Dessers have come good Based on? Yeah uh, Based on, if you want to watch a Celtic game again, I mean, the guy wins every aerial duel he gets into. He's flicking the ball on, left, right, to who? Nobody. He had no support. I mean, he tries, I mean, he's. A lot, loads, uh, loads of Rangers supporters went about me, don't like him, no, I mean, they're, they're no for him. But at the same point, as I said, he's, he's going to be there. He, he does a lot of holding the ball up, no, I mean, uses his body to hold people off, brings other people into play. No, I mean, everything's about confidence. No, I mean, I was going to say strikers or no, no, I mean, maybe Simon or no, no, I mean, but Gordon or no, no, but obviously confidence breeds confidence. No, I mean, yeah. in the middle of score. You sure no, you're I mean, going to the right ground, Billy? I'll take, I'll take Billy's word for it. Somebody needs to send me Serial Dessers aerial stats because if, if Billy is right, and I'm not saying he's not, it's not something I've noticed. I didn't think he was. I, I've not noticed him holding the ball up, bringing players yeah. into play. Look, I, I'm. An ex-professional player that wishes everybody to have a good career. I'm, I've not got a problem with that. Dessers, I hope the lad comes good. I really do. It's getting to him and the fact that he's come out there. And I think sometimes that's the way to do it. Come out and say to supporters, look, yeah, I've not hit the ground running, but I'm looking for a bit of support here. I've got my goal at the weekend. I'll prove everybody wrong. Give me a bit of time. Give me a bit of encouragement. I don't think there's anything up with that. But I'm with the rest of the Rangers supporters. It'll need to be a big turnaround for me. Yeah, I think confidence. Um, uh, Billy touches on it there. Confidence is very important, especially with strikers. And, you know, the guy hasn't got off to the best of starts. But I think the fresh start, you know, I know Michael Beale brought him in, but maybe the relationship, you look at across the city, Matt O'Reilly's kicked on, you know, under Brendan Rodgers. It just maybe takes a different voice, a different way to go about with the lad he get a cuddle when he came off after the game maybe that's what he needs but ultimately you need to stick the ball in the net do you think he'll do you think he'll do it quick enough to hold off you know Danilo returning and you know Kamar Roof being back in about it do you think he'll be, will he keep his place in the team 
Billy. In all honesty, no, I mean, I, I don't. I, I prefer Danilo as the main striker, but Dessler's. I mean, if, if you watch that goal at ten on Saturday, I mean, he's desperate to score a goal. He could have snatched at it and maybe not scored it. He's no. He's waited till the, the vendors come sliding in right by him, then he just slotted it into the corner. I mean, that'll have done him the world of good. Yeah, it was quite a composed finish, Gordon. I think he had yeah. moments before that that didn't go to plan, but when that one came. Yeah, listen, this is where I do agree with Billy. I think that if you're playing with Rangers and you've got the number nine in your back, you're under pressure to score goals, of course, yeah. And um, goals help you. And it doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter how you play for me. I think goal scorers are all about putting the ball in the back of net. You can be quiet for that 60, 70, 80 minutes and then just that one chance and people will remember the goal you scored. So it's up to Dessers, as I say... I've nothing against the lad. I wish him all the, the best, but he's got to start performing week in, week out now. Be interesting to see if that confidence does come from the change of manager, because sometimes that happens. Might be different, uh, playing with different players in a different style. That confidence could come from that. But for me, the jury's still out, Gordon, and I'm hoping to that Dessers proves me wrong as well. Final word to you on this, Billy. Right, well, it's, I don't think their times uh, overlapped at any point at a club in no. Belgium, but they, they played in the same league. So if anybody's going to know his game and how he scores goals, it's their manager that we've got to know. Yeah, I mean, so, I guess you never know different different style, um, whether it is a personal touch or, or something else. There was that moment, Gordon, it might be something... Um, that, that you look back on that, that sort of embrace when they came off is what I think Simon mentioned it might mean absolutely nothing but maybe it's just a sign of I think the manager was acutely aware of the, the sort of criticism that Dessers had been getting when they arrived yeah it's good man management um, I think he will have known that Gordon I think the minute he scores a goal it's a it's a well known manager's ploy you score a goal the guy that's under pressure Get him off the park. Uh, d- it d- does happen. I, 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 I'm telling on. you, it does happen. I need to go back. Round I need to go applause. back. I think he was coming off anyway. Well, if he was, I'm more sick because <laughs> I'd have won my bet. But look, at the end of the day, he gets his goal. He gets that applause. He gets that cuddle. Yeah. That's fine. Go and kick on now. Go and show the Rangers supporters. Exactly. I'm going to check back. I'm going to check the... Um, the communication that we were getting from Ibrooks on Saturday, I am sure he was coming off. But somebody can somebody can confirm if they were if they were there because we obviously weren't. But I do think that he um he was getting yeah because Danilo was getting ready. He was putting the mask on and all that stuff, and then Dessler scored. So maybe warming sorry, up. Sorry to blow that theory apart. Um, keep those calls coming, just like Billy and Milton did. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Uh, do you know what? See, just talk on that from Philippe Clement. Sometimes, I guess a manager might come in and say, "You know, I don't, I don't care what's going on before," um, and maybe you can take that a number of different ways because it, it does feel like he has paid attention to the criticism that Cyril Dessos has been getting. Does that make sense? So, um, although you can see every player's got a blank slate, so he's not holding anything against them, mm-hmm. he still he still must have to find out what a player's been going through, if you like. To, to, to then come up with the best way of of improving that situation uh, going forward. Yeah, and I think I, th- I think this manager will certainly have done his homework, and that's why I said earlier in the show that if you now take him out the firing line, I think you kill that bit yeah. of confidence in that 
that embrace and that to show the Rangers supporters, <coughs> look, we're all in this together. He keeps talking about bringing the fans and the players together as well. So that's why I think the Dessers will probably get the nod in the next game. But it's now up to him. If he gets that jersey, he should be like every other Rangers player and every player that plays football. If you get the jersey, if you play well enough, you'll keep it. It's it's up, it's up yeah. to you then. You know what I mean? A manager only can give you that vote of confidence. You've got to go out and show him yeah, he was right to give you. Especially with Danilo coming back. You know, because I think he'd be regarded out of all the players that all seem as banged in, a, I think, eight or nine goals. I think Danilo would have been regarded as the as the the number one striker at the start. So he's he's back and fit. So Dessers has to he has to keep his jersey and, and the only way he does that is performing and, and scoring goals. But I agree with what you said, Gordon. I think the the manager will be fully aware of the situation moving in there and it, it's good man management, you know. He has to find out what makes everybody tick and, you know, it's different for different players and he's off to a rough start. But, you know, listening to his conversation earlier, I think, you know, he'll get a wee bounce off that goal and he's got to go and build it. I, I know Rangers, it's a big club, about the staff there to take the burden, but it, it's a proper, it's a whirlwind start, isn't it? When you, when you think about everything, you need you know, come in meet everybody for a start, get to training, right, pick your staff, assess what you've already got in the building, then, you know, you've got your first game, then all of a sudden it's Europe, have you had the chance to assess them properly, mm. Do you does does Philippe Clement change what, what he's doing to specifically go up against, you know, a different challenge in Europe and so on, it just, it's been frantic, hasn't it? Yeah, but I think, I think where he's got a little bit of a, a different situation this week, he's got, some of his big hitters that have come on the bench, Cantwell got on the pitch, now he's got an option. He was never going to start him. So he started with the 11, and I think that was hand-picked. I think that anybody could have picked that side when you've seen the, the availability. Cantwell's now there, you know, you've got guys like Roof and all that coming back for injury. All of a sudden, he's now got a different dilemma because he can change his tactics. He can add more into Midlay Park, he can... Play with, you know, he, he can play with more midfield players, play one off the striker. He can stick to his two wingers and be very attacking. I think he's got better options, but I think it's a good start for him because yeah. if he goes on Thursday and gets something, I think a point on Thursday would be a terrific result. I really do. Um, if he can go and do that, a point or even better, he's off to a great start. Yeah, it'll be good to hear tomorrow what the update is because there could be an issue brewing at left-back, I suppose. Barisic went off injured. Yilmaz is not in the European squad. Yeah. Uh, ba baffling that, eh? Bit strange. Why, why, would, why would that... But we've seen Barisic can make a, a good a recovery. Quick, quick recover. Yeah, he's a he's a quick healer. Uh, the physios <laughs> does they do a terrific job there with Borna Barisic. Right, let's go back to Celtic Park. Celtic fans and anyone else who's planning watching the game tomorrow, you'll be interested in this because we've heard from Celtic earlier on in the show. Let's get the inside track from the Atletico Madrid camp, Andrew McLean. Yeah, just been speaking to Diego Simeone and Captain Koki there, so seeming pretty relaxed ahead of kickoff. I mean, we were beforehand getting a bit of uh, insight from Brendan Rodgers into what he's expecting from Atletico Madrid as well. And I, I think it will be quite a different game 
really from what you'd expect from a, an elite European side coming to Celtic Park because you'd expect maybe the opposition would have a lot of possession and it would be you know a game that is really a flip of, of what Celtic have domestically but it actually won't really be like that tomorrow night. it shouldn't be like that anyway because Atletico Madrid aren't a, a high possession team like most sort of elite teams in Europe you just need to go back to they had a 7-0 win over Rio Vallecano earlier on this season they only had 44% of the ball in that game so it shows what type of team they are really they don't mind sitting in a low block they trust themselves to defend their box very well and then they can use those talents at the other end of the pitch Antoine Griezmann Alvaro Morata you know top top international forwards who can really cause problems so the amount of the ball that Celtic have, the areas of the pitch where they have it as well, probably won't be too different from what you see most weekends from Celtic. However, the big difference is obviously being you know, the quality of defenders they're up against and the unit that they have to break down, which really is world class. But Diego Simeone, he was talking about Celtic as well. He was talking about the atmosphere that he's expecting here as well. And he says you know, it's a very historic club and stadium that he's coming to. So here's what he had to say about Celtic. Uh, yeah, in the Champions League, it's always tough games. You know, Celtic, they, in their games against Lazio and Feyenoord, they, particularly in the first you know, 60, 70 minutes, they played at a really high tempo. They play very fast. They look to hit you on the, the transitions. They have a strong um, system that they stick to. They will push you, you know, they'll press you up in their own half. Um, they have a lot of young players as well in their forward line. And, Especially playing here as well, it's a really historic stadium. You can tell that knowing the, the history of um, 1974 and as well there was uh, 1967, which my uh, my father told me about, which was a uh, racing club. Racing club, yeah, racing club de, from Buenos Aires. Um, uh, that game as well, 1967, that was really uh, something my father told me about. So, yeah, it's a, it's a huge, huge club, one of the most historic in the world. Um, and Andrew, who would have thought that heading into this game, the strip that Atletico Madrid is causing a bit of a stir? Yeah, I know. It's not something you'd expect at all. You thought we'd save this sort of stuff for domestic matches, so if, uh, if people want to call it petty or not. But certainly it has caused a, a bit of a stushy. Diego Simeone was asked a, uh, about it. You know, one of the Spanish journalists saying that he'd seen a, a headline called Pathetico Madrid that was over here because they're wearing an all-red kit, which is obviously not what you would normally see Atletico Madrid in. They're synonymous with those red and white stripes, but they're wearing an all-red kit, which is very similar to the kit they wore in 1974 team that beat Celtic in uh, the 1974 European Cup semi-finals now I'm sure many Celtic fans out there will remember it as a, a controversial game it will be before some people's time as well I think people you know remember it as the sort of original shame game there were some really you know poor challenges in that game a lot of bad blood um, you know that was the first leg Celtic fans had actually been told not to travel for the return leg because of the animosity Atletico Madrid went on to win it over the two legs they got to the final and there was, there was maybe a, a suggestion from over here that Atletico Madrid were maybe wearing this commemorative kit as a bit of a wind-up to maybe try and get in the heads of Celtic. But, you know, the way that it's been talked about by the journalists over here and Diego Simeone is that the team that made it to the European Cup final in 1974, they're lauded and they're historic because, no, they didn't go on to win the competition that year, but what happened the year after is Bayern Munich had actually pulled out of the Inter Intercontinental Cup which meant that Atletico Madrid ended up 
by default getting into that. They won that final and that team is a real historic team remembered so well by all the Atletico Madrid fans. So that win against Celtic to get to the European Cup final actually led to them getting to that Intercontinental Cup final and that is a real historic team for Atletico Madrid. But Diego Simeone was asked at one point, you know, if, if it is to be a hostile atmosphere with people you know, having that in their minds is that the type of thing that uh, he'd relish, but with his tongue in his cheek, he, he said that, no, 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 I'm a calm character. I just like to have a smile on my face and laugh whenever I'm watching football, which I think we all know is, is maybe not the case. There we are. A bit of football education for you. You happy with that? Yeah, very happy. Did you listen to any of no. it? Didn't think so. <laughs> Too busy scribbling down on the, the full-time teaser, but there we go. As Andrew says, usually it's us that would argue about football strips and that sort of thing here in Scotland. Good to see uh, it's stretching to European competition as well. Any team news or anything that might encourage Celtic fans, Andrew? Is there anything, anything that they need to know? Well, the stuff that won't encourage them is the fact that Antoine Griezmann fit, ready to go, as is Alvaro Morata, as is Johan Alblack, who is you know, a, a real presence in goal as well. Just the one injury issue, Samuel Lino, who's one of the wing-backs who uh, plays for them regularly. He won't play. Diego Simeone says that that will give a chance for someone else, but they've got a really strong squad. Names that you know as well, the likes of Cesar Azbalicueta, the former uh, Chelsea defender. He's pretty consistent at sort of right centre-back of a three. Axel Witzel, who is the Belgium international, plays at the centre of that back three as well. The likes of Koke, Saul in midfield as well. So, yeah, they, they're not short of options. Yeah, certainly not. Couldn't give you any good news on that front, uh, Celtic fans, but still time to call if you so wish. On the teaser tonight, since the year 2000, up to now, who are the top ten scorers in the Scottish top flight? You've given me Chris Boyd, Henrik Larson, and Lee Griffiths and John Hartson, all correct. James Forrest No No Here's Can't what. be far off though Novel No I, Right okay That was yours That's no good <laughs> Stephen Naismith Nope you need, Lafferty No You need 85 top flight goals To be on this list It's quite good one What have we got Four Yeah And we've got six you've, to get yeah. You were flying You've dried up You've knocked me with Forrest And Novel Loving Crunch No 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 Listen 80 There are two more on this list That have got over 100 Top flight goals in Scotland That's a lot Paul Hartley No My goodness Chris Collins wasn't in one um, There's one that you really ought to get Ought to get Yeah you should Right okay Mother I mean imagine you'd played for both big clubs in Glasgow Kenny Miller You'd have a pretty good oh, chance Kenny of being Miller. on the list wouldn't you uh, Kenny Miller who will be on tomorrow night's show <sighs> incidentally Five down five to get We'll get them next Win enough cash to change your life forever With Make Me A Winner Give me a winner Make me a winner You can win £135,000 Keep listening Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Simon Donnelly and Gordon DL are here There is still time for you to squeeze your call in If you so wish 0141 951 1025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB We have a good full time teaser going tonight I really like this one I must say um, Since the year 2000 up to now who are the top scorers in Scotland's top flight? It is that simple. So you've got Chris Boyd, Henrik Larson, Lee Griffiths. They are the top three. If it makes any difference, you're then missing a couple. Then you've got Kenny Miller. You're missing a couple. Then you've got John Hartson. And you're missing the guy in 10th. Come on. 
Rooney Aberdeen Well done That is a good mm. shout Adam Rooney has got 85 Top flight goals Since 2000 in Scotland So well done He's there And we've got a John Sutton That is a great shout 96 96 For John goals. Sutton wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. A few clubs Yeah absolutely That more than he's Do you want, what, do you want another brother? one? Well yeah It's played here longer yeah. Do you, think you want another one? Yeah I think we've pulled this out of the heart Stokes Anthony Stokes 102 well done which means you've got two to get before the end of the show we do have a premiership match tonight Dundee nil, Ross County nil. in the very very early stages this is a rescheduled game we're already starting to play catch up with some of the postponements this wasn't a postponement from the weekend this was a previous one Uh, Gordon and it a bit like a bit of a, a sort of general statement to attach to this fixture, but one that both will just feel like they could they'd be looking to go and get something, particularly Dundee at home. They've shown already they're not out of um you know, they can more than compete in this top mm. flight. That's kind of what it looks like since they came up. So home match for them tonight to try and get a win on the board. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a decent game at Dens. Um you're right, Gordon. I think both sides will look at this and think we're capable of easily picking up three points if we perform on the night. Ross County are a decent side when they, everything ticks for them. But I just like the look of Dundee. I think they're settling into Premier League. They brought in a lot of new players. Takes time to settle. Um, they're starting to get a grip of it. Home advantage tonight. So I'd fancy them to pick up the three points. Good to see Andy Robertson's lookalike is playing as well. He's brilliant. Owen, Owen Beck. Yeah, just you checking seen him? No, I've not seen oh, him. He's he just he's runs. Sticker, he? just looks like oh, him. Just plays like him. Yeah. Just like, obviously, like high praise him in relative uh, terms. But I don't think he's on to have yeah. half as good a career. And that's doing, the thing. That, doing well. I'm not predicting that for a second, but it's something the way he moves, mm-hmm. the way see, he crosses the ball. And I, I was watching a wee bit tonight. How he, he fits that sling. And he's left brilliantly <laughs> up and down there at Dens Park yeah, tonight. Did you see the picture of Andy Robertson? Is this what happens when you get injured? Do you just abandon all athletic principles? Did you mm. see he had the sling on after the Scotland game? I didn't see it, though. Did you not? And in the other hand... What was he carrying? Greg's bag. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Got to celebrate. Um, so there we go. Yeah, so it's still goalless uh, in that one. Which And I've I've made a faux pas. This will, be a, this will be a future question on Beat the Pundit. This will be Thursday night and you still got it wrong. You still get it wrong. Then the game's not at Dens Park. Where is the game? Oh, it's not at Dens Park. It's not called Dens Park anymore. Oh, the no idea. The Dundee Stadium. It's just been changed. Dundee Stadium. The Scott Foam Stadium. Scott Scott Foam. Foam. Like shaving foam. It'll always be Dens. I've no idea why I'm writing that down. I've forgotten (laughs) that by the time I'm there, mate. Scott Foam Stadium Stadium. I will always call it Dens Um, High performance spray foam insulation apparently Other high performance spray foam insulation companies are available So there you go I just wasn't sure what type of foam it was I felt the need to to look (laughs) it up Yeah so there you are You learn something new every day Hmm. Education on this program So see if you're struggling to sleep tonight Just think think of that What's it called again? It's so boring it'll send you to sleep Scott yeah. Foam Stadium Write it down Beat the pundit You will forget cut, that cut I, I will There's no chance You can throw that in On Thursday night And if I'm playing I'm going to pass that Or say Dens So It's as simple as that See I don't know Is it, is it officially Is it the Scott Foam At Dens You know sometimes They'll no. like do that you I think You I think it probably is that 
Well, they had it before. That's the thing. Sometimes they don't even catch on because up until now, was it not Kilmac Stadium? I think it was officially was it? here. So there you are. Um, and then, of course, Kilmarnock because it's the Bowie, Bowie Special Projects Arena or something like something along See, I'm, 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 I'm old school. I'm, go, I'm the, going Rugby Park. Takes and... a lot to beat Tony Macaroni. Yeah, exactly. That's just that's catchy because that has obviously caught on everyone. Yeah, uh, totally mentions that one. But there we go. The Scott Foam Stadium, the place to be. Not if you're looking for early goals though, because it is goalless in that one. And if you really are a proper student of the Scottish game, you'll be saying, "Why are you not telling us about Elgin against Stenhouse Muir?" It's goalless in that one as well. How are we for time? Not great actually. I must admit, big week coming up in Europe uh, for our clubs. Celtic first up, Rangers and Aberdeen to follow. Let's try and round off the teaser. Since 2000 up to now, who are the top 10 scorers in the Scottish top flight? It's been called a couple of different things since then. Um, but overall, Chris Boyd, top. Then Henrik Larson, Lee Griffiths, Anthony Stokes, Kenny Miller, John Sutton, John Hartson and Adam Rooney, which means you are missing the guy that's fourth on the list and the guy that is eighth on the list. And uh, played with Celtic or Rangers, any of them? Both played for Celtic. Both played for Celtic. Both also scored a lot of goals for another Scottish club. In fact, one of them would have scored way more goals for the other Scottish club than he would have for Celtic. As for the other guy, no, it would be more in Celtic's favour. But still did well for the non-Celtic team. Oh, should get that. Um, okay, let's just say one of these guys scored two of the most famous goals Scott in Scottish McDonald. football in that period. Scott McDonald. Scott McDonald. <sighs> so, what about the other one? So, scored a lot of goals in Edinburgh, went to Celtic, couldn't match it. Uh, Derek Ryden. Derek Ryden, thank Dick. you very much. We got there, Simon Donnelly and Gordon Dale. Thank you for your calls and your tweets. Enjoyed that show tonight, building up to the European Games, which are here <coughs> tomorrow. Marvin Bartley, Kenny Miller in the studio. Big old night for Celtic. So make sure you join us. We'll give all the build-up. We'll hopefully hear from some of you on your way to the game as well. There'll be more to come from Brendan Rodgers. And I'm sure we'll hear from the Rangers camp as well. So these midweeks really are busy. We'll see you from six tomorrow. Callum Gallagher is up next.